0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks. Jared and Bob flying at you on a Sunday night or whenever you guys are listening to this. doesn't matter because that's what it is for us. So that's what you're going to get from me. Um, We just came off of the Bruins game, uh, game four. And were you able to... Did you watch it? Yep. Do you also hate the fucking group text that we have going?
1: Oh, I knew or, it. I, I, I knew was going to... Th-
0: I was going to follow up and ask if you muted it also be mostly because of,
1: well, you know, it's funny. I just, so I just, so I don't know how, you know, you guys and your fucking stupid iPhones work. So I muted it. So I don't get any notifications. I don't get any, like anything, but when I go to my text messages you know, I have like the list. Yeah. There's, there's currently 87 messages. Sounds about right. (laughs) I would, and I I opened that chat because I was talking a little bit before the game started. 87.
0: Yeah. A lot of it is memes and just like what the fuck's type of thing. Well, because I was going to ask if you had muted it anyway, because I know during the week, you have already said this that the games are on and like late enough where you're just going to fall asleep anyway, so you don't even bother watching. Um, So. I know we keep that text thread going. I do the same thing during the week. I mean, I stayed up. Um, was it Thursday night? Yeah, because I think I was watching from- the
1: game. When- was that the one they lost? Yeah. No, they lost Wednesday night.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: The- I watched that game. Very, no, they un- played- very unhappy.
0: Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday.
1: No, they've played Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. They've played four games.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that that checks
1: out um <laughs> no because i remember telling tom in the morning i'm like "Yep, stayed up watch that game i'm fucking super annoyed
0: yeah yeah so that's what it was so wednesday night was the night that i stayed up to watch it because I, I was working from home on thursday and uh i was f- fucking pissed that i stayed up because they lost and then obviously i stayed up friday night because it's friday um and today was a afternoon game so the first two games I watched the first two periods and then just went to bed. Um, and I, I set my phone to like sleep mode or whatever. So it doesn't uh it doesn't buzz or ding or do any shit anyway. So I was saved, but it was the same idea. I would wake up the next morning and I'd see like, you know, 19 text messages from Jones and Vinny. <laughs> yeah. So I mean Really quick, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this because I know we have some. We're a national podcast now. We're we're global too. Uh, shout out to the uh, the peeps in Italy and Singapore. Oddly, we've had like a bunch of downloads in Singapore. Singapore yeah. has to be a VPN. Yeah, I would imagine it's got to be someone on a VPN.
1: I don't think the Singaporeans are listening to us.
0: Yeah, they do speak English though. So it doesn't. It makes just, a little bit more sense than like listen, one of those I just, like random I just
1: countries. The shit we talk about, for one definitely doesn't relate to the people of Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> and then anyone in Singapore listening to it would have to have something better to do.
0: Yeah, I would or imagine or so.
1: like some level of survival that they need to undertake. Like it would be something like, like it has to be something like that. I know nothing about Singapore.
0: Yeah, I only know that it's is a, it like
1: a third world country, or is it nice? I don't even know.
0: No, it's a. It's like a country within a country it's like within china i think oh it's like okay. one of those weird countries that like there's a we have a massive name uh not mm, i
1: don't remember the branch now we have a we have a base there though because when i was in i think like the fourth grade there was a kid it was oh i was born in singapore i'm like oh that's cool man he goes yeah my father's in the military I go, oh dude that doesn't count I'm like fuck that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so technically, it's an island. I pulled up a map of it. Um, It's right in between Malaysia and Indonesia. I thought it was one of those weird things, like uh, like Hong Kong. Like you know, well, my history might be off on this. I think China absorbed Hong Kong back. Taiwan. Um, But like you know how Hong Kong technically. Is a country within or was, I Vatican guess. Vatican
1: like City. We'll use that one. That yeah. one we know. Vatican City is its own country, but like not really.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I thought that was the situation with Singapore, but I was incorrect. It is a tiny little island in between Malaysia and Indonesia. So, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, meanwhile, the people in Missouri are like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, so,
1: People in Missouri, like, yeah, we don't know anything about Singapore either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Bruins finally came out and like looked like they should, right? Like the, the the opening, I don't know, you call it seven or eight minutes of the first period, um, were a little suspect because I think, uh, Florida had 10 shots on goal and the Bruins had zero. Um, but then they quickly turned it around and they basically took control of the entire game. Um, there was like a brief, you know, few minutes where the score was two to one. Um, and it was like, oh boy, maybe they're going to put something together. And then they just never did. Well,
1: it was two to one, three to two. In the yeah. the first goal they scored was um, a, <clears throat> it was a fluky situation, but a good goal off that situation like it, it was, was a weird good play
0: by kachuk
1: the puck like popped
0: it was on stuck it was on the net, net.
1: Yeah, yeah it was a weird play
0: yeah um as much as i hate kachuk um it was a good play by him you know so and it 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 fooled uh olmark and just about everyone so you know what is it is what it is you tip the cap nice goal whatever we're moving on um kachuk local guy yeah he's a fucking loser i hate him um he's actually not a local guy his dad's a local guy his dad's kind of a loser too
1: i think his parents oh yeah his dad's yeah so he was from so keith i think was actually from melrose but his parents lived in medford yeah or maybe he was actually from medford i don't even know yeah i think he like i know where his parents lived when i grew
0: up yeah so he grew up i think in Melrose and then moved to Medford at some point. Like while or it he could was be a, like, it could be a situation
1: aged. when, um, like Lawrence Memorial wasn't delivering babies, so his birthplace is Melrose, but he never actually lived in Melrose.
0: True, true. or yeah. I
1: remember, I remember when it, where his parents lived. It was right down yeah. the street from me, and like occasionally I'd see the big, the big SUV with uh, Missouri plates. Missouri, here it is, Missouri yeah. plates when he was with the Blues.
0: Yeah. Wow, he would drive from fucking Missouri.
1: Listen, I saw a giant like a yeah, and I no, mean- uh, no, I
0: mean <laughs> I I'm not doubting it. I'm just saying like that's kind of a he probably could have
1: fucking shipped the car, towed the car. Yeah, that's true too.
0: Um, but yeah, he went to Malden Catholic. He's a fucking loser. I've heard people say not great things about him. Um, I I've obviously never met the guy. I don't know if they talk shit about him because he just like up and left and like never, he's not a true local guy, right? Like he doesn't come back to Massachusetts. Oh, he, oh he's, not, and, a, he's like, not a Bates? Yeah, yeah. That well, that's the thing. So everyone, whenever people around here talk about Kachuk, right? They're like, well, I mean, he was better than Bates, but I mean, Bates is, is really from here. And it's like, okay, but he Kachuk grew up in Medford. Like he, he played at Malden Catholic. He is from here. Like he decided to like not come back here after he finished playing and Sean Bates did. Right. So like, it's, it's a whole fucking stupid thing. It's a, it's a very stupid Massachusetts, Boston thing. It's a Medford. But no, no, it's only a Medford. It's a Medford thing. Yeah, it is. Cause you, a. the way people talk about Sean Bates, you think he would, he was like some amazing fucking player,
1: but don't don't forget though. People, he wasn't. people, people forget. You might be forgetting his brother Dapper was better but he couldn't lay off the hooch. That's what everyone
0: says. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Keith was actually good.
1: He was actually... Listen, Sean Bates actually made the NHL and was on a roster for probably 8 to 10 years. Like, that's no slouch. Right, 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 right. Keith Keith Kachuk was like... He was probably an all-star.
0: Legitimately good.
1: Yeah. Um, Dapa No. (laughs) So... So th- speaking of, I play with a guy. He plays. He plays in a, a golf league with the Bates. Oh. With the like, the Bates is the cousin. Like, yeah, obviously. I'm like, he goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean and Dapper. I'm like, yeah, is Brian there too? They go, he goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, he's the cousin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, great people, great people. Just fucking kill, just fucking kill yeah. me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, Matt Kachuk is a cunt. Um. He's He's just no. He's Marshand. That's all he he is. is. He is. He's he's Marshand. That's exactly who he is.
1: If he's not on your team, you hate him, and if he is on your team, you love him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Well. Well. I mean, I guess I can't really say that about Marshand, but like, he took like deliberate dirty. He's been playing deliberately dirty.
1: Oh, and Brad Marshand never did that at any point in his career. I know. That's
0: why. That's why I stopped myself. Um. (laughs) licking people and shit yeah well i mean so that's that's a different kind of thing marshan has been suspended
1: right? his fair share of times too
0: <clears throat> no and, and I, I know i'm Especially not trying to defend younger. him yeah I'm, that's not what i'm trying to do here but like there's a difference between licking a dude in the face and then cross-checking garnett hathaway and the, where there's no pads yeah right to the point where like he can't get off the ice
1: him and Marshan are the same guy yeah just one one wears our un- uniform. Because there's Um, a lot of there's a lot of fan bases they'll they'll remember what Mar because I don't know what Marshan I can't remember off the top of my head I can't remember some of the plays that Marshan's been suspended for but he's done some fucking disgusting shit too and then same with Kachuk where okay so maybe he doesn't like you know take somebody out which he probably has Um, but he would take stupid penalties trying to be like overly aggressive guy yeah. Like, I think that was a big thing in 2019. He was always in the fucking box.
0: Yeah, they said he's the only player, or no, he's one of three players all time that have 100 penalty minutes and 100 points in the same season. The <laughs> <You laughs> only got to take his skate off and try to stab someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, he's a bitch. Um, the Panthers actually looked like a bunch of bitches today, uh, and it was great great playoff hockey. Um, Olmark tried to fight Kachuk at one point because, again, Kachuk was being a huge bitch the whole time. Came over, he grabbed Olmark's face mask and tugged at it. Like, it was a whole thing. And so Olmark literally dropped the gloves and ripped his fucking helmet off and was ready to fight him. It was amazing.
1: So I just uh, saw a, a post, post-game thing. I guess it was the team's call. It was Montgomery's call to – take Omar out i guess he was like the ref said he could stay or he could come back and montgomery's like nah we're good and um because i thought I, I i can't remember now i thought it's like an actual issue and this is probably what he got the misconduct for if a goalie hits a player with their blocker i think that's like a a, a thing yeah okay. um so I think Omar got a misconduct, but I but since he's a goalie, it's like I don't know if he has to leave.
0: But also the game. I don't know if it's I think I think this is the rule for hockey. Obviously, I never played, um, but I think some of their rules are similar to lacrosse, where when the goalie gets a penalty,
1: someone else a a, desi-
0: a designated player has yeah. to serve that penalty for the goalie. Yeah, and right? I think like, it, they're not going to take the goalie off the ice.
1: Well, the, the only thing though is like There is a point where that's not true. So, like, if the goalie two hands someone, right? They will throw that goalie out, and he is not allowed to play. Yeah. So there's there's got to be a um there's got to be something.
0: Yeah. If it's like a slash or a a a hooking or something, you know what I mean? Like Like, roughing. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll take they'll ask for it. What we used to have to do in lacrosse was pregame with the referees designate a player. As, we, as the goalie, like in case the goalie were to get a penalty or the coaches technically too. So there was one, there was one player that was designated
1: serve penalties, that, serve penalties. To, serve,
0: like, to serve penalties.
1: Yeah. We in youth hockey, I don't know if the NHL does it or whatever in youth hockey. Uh, it didn't, we never had to designate, so it could just be whoever. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, anyway, great hockey, great, great, uh, great playoff hockey, good win, Uh, looked great. And uh, we'll see if they can close the deal on Tuesday. Um, They're probably not going to have Bergeron again. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't actually know. I think it's some. At
1: some point, there's a two-day gap.
0: Okay. But. I just, yeah, Jones was saying Tuesday in the group text. he's
1: He's probably right.
0: Yeah. No, it's Wednesday. When is it's Wednesday?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I thought I I thought I heard them say when the schedule came out there was going to be a two day gap at some point because of uh arena availability.
0: Okay, I think they kind of do that sometimes though too. Anyway, right? Because they go so later in the
1: um later in the playoffs when they start really dragging shit out, they do add they in that- do. 2 3 2
0: do they switch uh, to 2 3 2
1: i think that's a basketball thing i think basketball's 2 3 2
0: okay i think I baseball wa- i think baseball does that too or it was when i used to watch baseball it was 2 3 2
1: yeah now i don't remember and i i don't know the nba's format yeah but I'm pretty sure because I wasn't
0: sure if later in the playoffs they switch. Because I think I, I I don't think they so I don't, I don't think, think I'm crazy I think one sport does this where later in the playoffs, like maybe like the second or third round, and then maybe the finals or something, or the co- the conference championship and the finals or whatever it is, switches from two two one 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 to two three two. Um, and I feel like I heard that because the rationale part of it was like TV. It had to do with like TV deals, but then the other part of it was, um, as you get deeper into the playoffs, geographically, the teams are further apart, right? So to make them fly back and forth across the country three times for games, five, six, and seven didn't make a lot of sense. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I also could be making all of this up. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Right. Um, but I feel, and, I feel like I'm not.
1: So the NBA is two, three, two. I'm pretty sure. NHL, NHL is, is not a two, three, two.
0: I know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, At least in the opening rounds, they go 2-2, 1-1-1. They do that all all the way through for the NHL.
1: World Series is 2-3-2. And the LCS. Yeah, so baseball and NBA are 2-3-2.
0: Okay. So baseball
1: but baseball also doesn't have 7 game series in, until
0: you get to the LCS. Yes,
1: which is then 2-3-2. Two, two. Right. And I think the best of 5s are 2-2-1 two, two,
0: could be whatever. I don't that care. That sounds yeah, it sounds right. Um Yeah. Uh, I forget how we even got to that. Um, (laughs) But uh, so anyway, that brings me to what I what we closed on um, at the end of the last episode, which I was talking about the new sponsor to the show. Um, So if you've noticed the episodes that we record at night and you happen to watch them on YouTube, you see them drinking something out of a a mug here. Uh, It's actually a tea, I guess you would call it. Technically, I think it is a tea. Um, but it's called, oh man, (laughs) maybe when this gets posted to YouTube, it will correct, but be, but right now it's, um,
1: it's correct for me.
0: (laughs) Oh, it is. I see
1: it as yeah. nighttime superfoods.
0: All right. So it's backwards for me. Um, but I don't know who knows. We'll see. We'll see if this gets corrected or not. Um, you can see it here. Moon brew nighttime superfoods here. Um, so if you know anything about me. Um, you know that I am a bit of a fucking nerd when it comes to, uh, sleep, um, not to bring it up again for like the bajillionth time. Um, but if you're new to the show, like Dan, shout out to Dan. I don't know if we turned him into a regular listener or not, but we'll find out soon. Um, I did my master's thesis on sleep and athletics and like how sleep not just affects athletic performance but also just like the body in general so like i spent m- most a majority of my two years in my grad school program studying sleep in general so like i became kind of obsessed um and kind of a psycho about it um i've i'd say i've calmed down a little a, a lot actually since those days but um i'm still very conscious of sleep i guess no pun intended that i realized what i was saying as i was saying it um but it's something that like i've always paid attention to and i've always been chasing like consistently good sleep because i'm a shitty sleeper um i snore Uh, I potentially have sleep apnea. I don't know. Um, I've never gone through a sleep study, Um, but Amy tells me that I store. Um, Sometimes it gets pretty bad. Uh, I wake up a lot of times in the middle of the night, um, which I have just kind of like pieced everything together that like it could be sleep apnea. Like, why am I waking up, you know, four, five, six, seven times in the middle of the night, if not apnea, right? Um, So who knows? is Is that not just normal? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who knows? I right? thought that was normal. <laughs> um, Probably throwing a touch of anxiety in there too. And I'm sure that doesn't help my sleep. So, right? Like I'm just not, I know I'm not a great sleeper and I can feel it. I can feel the nights when I sleep really good. I wake up and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like this is what it feels like to actually like get good sleep. And uh, shout out to Whoop. Um, they track, you know, they track all that shit and sleep and it's, it's most of the time it's pretty accurate. There are some nights where it's like, you slept great. Your recovery is like 89%. And I'm like, dude, I slept like shit last night. I feel like dog shit. So like you guys swung and missed on that one. Um, but I would say 80 plus percent of the time it's pretty accurate with them. So, uh, but this isn't an ad for whoop. It's an ad for Moonbrew, Nighttime Superfoods. So again, they now sponsor the show. Um, We have a promo code. uh, Bear with me. It's a fucking stupid promo code. Um, They use a third-party service to run their affiliate links. Um, And the only thing they ask for are your first name, your last name, and your email address. They don't ask for anything else. Uh, so when I entered those that information, they auto-generated me a promo code that is Jared one um, six one five nine. It's really fucking stupid. Um, I'm just gonna say it right. I'm not gonna not gonna sugarcoat it here. That's a stupid fucking promo code. Uh, I did email their help desk, whatever you would call it. They're like info at moonbrew.com. Um, and asked and requested to change the promo code so it would match the podcast, whether it was like just sarcasm or sarcasm pod, like all of our other promo codes or whatever, just to make it simple across the board. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. As, if it does change, I'll let you know. But for the time being, it's Jared, J-A-R-E-D, um, what did I say? One, 16159. Uh, It's just arbitrary numbers that fucking come up. If I had known any better that they just base it off of whatever your first name is, I would have typed in sarcasm as the first name and just kind of went with it and seen what happened. Um, But I didn't. So here we are. Uh, So either way, about the actual product, um, it's fucking incredible. So I think it, um, it takes a couple days to get used to um and kind of like adjust right like the first um i would say the first 3 to 4 nights i really didn't notice a big difference um but once i got to like the 5th or 6th day uh just short of a week i started to like actually like felt like i slept good consistently right like it it, it was a like, good sleep would be like great white buffalo for me like it would happen like if i'm lucky maybe twice a week, um, I would get good night's sleeps. And now I would say I'm probably closer to like three to four on a good week. It would be like four, four nights of good sleep. Um, but like I've gone from an average of one good night to three good nights. So that's a 300% increase. Uh, it's pretty fucking good if you ask me. Um, so what's in it right that's what everyone's going to ask um it's all natural shit and so the reason i found it um i guess before i get into the actual ingredients is uh shout out to dr andrew huberman uh, who runs the huberman lab podcast um i probably never be able to get him on this show um he's pretty famous at this point um but he talks a lot on his podcast and goes on other podcasts talking about like different compounds and things that are necessary for different things, right? Like he talks a lot about sleep, talks a lot about like muscle growth, talks a lot about recovery, like anything. He works at Stanford. He's a, he's a a neurological or a neurologist, I guess I was going to call him a neurological scientist. Yeah. Which I am not clearly. Um, so he's a neurologist at Stanford, He's a professor. He does all kinds of you know studies and shit like that now. So he's a good dude. And he mentioned there are three things that are paramount to getting really good sleep. Um, it's L-theanine, which is a just an amino acid, right? Um, then it's magnesium three He spe- he specifies three and eight because it has to do, it's like the most bioavailable form of magnesium or something like that. Um, and then the third one is ashwagandha, which is just like an herb that's grown literally fucking forever. Um, I think in like Eastern countries, like Asia, like places like that, they use ashwagandha in teas to like help people sleep and calm down, right? A big surprise. So moon brew. This stuff, they have all kinds of shit in it, right? They have the chamomile, lavender, um, a a few different kinds of mushroom extracts, um, like turkey tail and reishi. There's all, like, it's all stuff that calms you down. Valerian root, which is good. Um, You know, lemon balm, all that bullshit, whatever. There's a whole list on here. You guys can go online and see it. But this is the only thing i found in my research that has L-theanine and magnesium three and eight in it, so it's got two point seven grams of a blend of you know the L-theanine, magnesium three and eight, magnesium glycinate, and then instant rose extract also. So it's got almost three grams of that in it, um, and then so it obviously doesn't have ashwagandha, right? So I I bought an ashwagandha supplement. Um, there's just a pill. And I sometimes will just drink it with the tea and then boom, there you go. And I sleep fucking incredible. Uh, so like I said, it's, they're now a, a sponsor of the show. Like I, w- I wouldn't, the same thing with Grill Your Ass Off, right? Like I'm not going to get an affiliate link and uh, get discounts for everyone for a bullshit product that like I don't like or I don't use or I'm like, you know, it's dumb. Um, so which is why I've been looking for like a golf one too, but I can't find a good one. Golf so. what? Like a golf affiliate sponsor code. But like, what do we want to? Yeah. There, there aren't, there aren't many, right? Like there's not. And that's what I mean. Like, what, is that even, like what we, does that we, even mean?
1: Yeah. I was just um, like, are we talking clothes clubs? What are we talking?
0: Um, mostly I've looked at clothes and like balls. Because I, I, the first thing I, I thought of was Snell, right? I don't, think, I don't local, think Snell does affiliate. But their that's their whole thing is they don't do. But their thing is they don't do PGA. Tour, they don't do
1: tour contracts. I don't think they do affiliates either.
0: Yeah, and they're literally like twenty minutes from me in Rhode Island. Um, shout out to Dean Snell. So that's what I mean. I've I've looked at stuff. I've never been able to find anything. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a really long winded way of saying. Um, go buy some moon brew. They also have some other stuff. They have a daytime version called noon brew with an N. Um, I've never used it. I'm sure it's probably pretty good. I don't know what's in it. Um, But for me, how much I like this stuff, I would imagine the noon brew would probably be pretty good too. Uh, It's like an energy tea, right? So it's probably... You know, we've got everything you need minus like the jitters right so it's not like drinking a red bull where your hands are going to fucking shake after or bang um so it's i might check it out i might not i don't know we'll see um so the only thing that i will throw out there about this product again i they are a sponsor now whatever you got, again you guys can use the pro- promo code uh jared16159 Um, I think it'll get you 20% off when you purchase too. um, so check them out. They have a bundle package where you can get the, this is the 30 day bag. They'll throw in a a free, like 10 day sample bag. And then they'll give you, um, they, there's like a, uh, like black aluminum spoon, like a scoop spoon, right. That you can use to scoop out the stuff. So you don't have to sit there and be like, I don't know how much this is. Um, and then I think they also will include one of those like frothers, like those hand frothers, like you push the button and the fucking thing spins and like stirs it for you. And I think you can get that all for like with, after the promo code for like 40 bucks. So, um, it's literally 40 days worth of this stuff and the frother and the spoon and all that bullshit for 40 bucks. So again, not that it's a pretty solid deal. Um, I want, so, <laughs> well, I, want gonna, I want a
1: personalized frother.
0: Well, that's gonna cost
1: you. I want a sarcasm speaks frother.
0: Maybe we can get one from our merch store and we can start peddling those as well. Um, so the the one the one knock that I will, because again, I'm not gonna fucking blow smoke up your guys' asses and be like, it's the best thing ever, buy it, it's amazing. Um, the taste isn't great.
1: <laughs> what does it taste um, like? Does it tastes like dirt.
0: Um, no, it tastes very
1: like ground, ground flowers,
0: basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bitter. Um, so a couple things, right? Like the first time I drank it, I was like, Oh my God, that is not good. Um, it grows on you after a little bit. Um, I got through it because I mean, you probably get it, but being through my, my whole basically Life, whether it was you know high school, college, or thereafter, being so heavily involved in like the gym and like drinking all kinds of whether it's pre workouts or proteins or I've drank some nasty fucking shit in my life. Like it, like again, whether it was a pre workout or a protein shake or something. Like the taste isn't great, but it's not like a a gross like 2011 brandless protein that you buy because you're in college and you're you can't afford like good protein you know what i mean like it's not that bad um the other thing you can just do is they tell you they send you like a little info card and they're like the taste will be bitter um here's a few tips that you can do like if you add honey yeah so um, you just add honey to it that's what i do and it tastes good like it like i'm i'm not shitting you like Drinking it straight, it doesn't taste good. But when you add honey into it, it actually tastes fine. Like it tastes good, right? Depending on how is much it, honey you put Is in.
1: it good or is it fine? Pick it's one. good.
0: It's good. Okay. Because the, obviously the honey just makes it way sweeter. They said you can also add milk to it or whatever if you don't tolerate dairy. I, I will not tolerate um, such a thing. <laughs> you can how add dare, whatever, how dare they fucking... whatever milk substitute you would use, right? Whether it's oat milk or almond milk. like So there's things you can do to add to it that are fine, right? And they say you can drink it hot or cold. I never drank it cold. I always just drink it like a tea. So, especially like so, it won't can, mix, especially so I can put the cold. honey in it too. Like, if I'm going to put honey in it, I want the honey to dissolve in a hot liquid. Um, but I would not mix at all, that would suck. Yeah, I would imagine. No, you know what? Hey,
1: just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's Exa- yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly.
0: I think the biggest thing there for them is that they want to be like, you don't need to drink it hot if you can't for whatever reason. So good stuff there. That was a solid fucking 10-minute rant on a new sponsor. So go buy it. <laughs> Again, uh, Jared16159. 16159. 16159. Um, we'll get you 20% off over there. Check it out. It's good stuff. I like it. Uh, All right. You're going to start chugging it like you're a professional sleeper now. Me? Yeah. Probably, probably not.
1: <laughs> why why would I take on anything that may actually help me? Why would I question. why
0: would I do such a thing? That's a great question.
1: Although uh Jamie from the couch mic said he started taking one of the magnesiums said it puts him fucking out. Yeah. And it's not like melatonin where it's probably the same shit that you were saying that's in that product. Yeah, three and eight. Mm, he might have had the other one that's in there. Glycinate. Glycinate, yeah. Um he said that's been legendary because obviously he's fucking he works like a fucking dumbass. Yeah. He had to yeah. meet a guy at midnight. <laughs> he had to meet meet
0: them meet him at midnight. That's pretty solid. Whatever. <laughs> I saw on LinkedIn, he's the vice president now of the company.
1: Yeah, I don't exactly know how like what the timetable is. It's it's a it's a complicated behind the scenes way for him to eventually run the show.
0: Yeah, when Lloyd's ready to retire.
1: Yeah, I think Lloyd has to retire. I don't think his mother has any involvement anymore.
0: Um I mean, it's not like they have a board of directors. Like they can no, because it's just... it's a
1: for profit thing. But yeah. um, he's all remember he's also he's not that old. So
0: yeah, he's not even thirty yet.
1: Yeah, I forget what <laughs> year he was born. So it's like,
0: I think he was born know... in ninety six
1: jeez so yeah you, you just don't hand shit over to a 27 year old <laughs> although I did get my I caught my business when I was 25 so whatever
0: you guys it wasn't still handed
1: kidding. it wasn't handed right. over
0: right right you guys had a, a designated we had a, yeah we, we bought it Keep the doors open for four years and it's yours yeah <laughs> which was a struggle at times but you pulled it off. yeah it's, it's awesome yeah are you guys still moving by the way
1: don't fucking i'll let you know when when things are official i'll let you know
0: yeah (laughs) that's awesome just keeps getting pushed back Uh, are you at least able to go month to month with your current spot until the new place is rectified yeah yeah that's that's important and they're not gonna fucking penalize you for it nope all right because a lot of places will be like, "Yeah, sure, we'll let you stay past the lease, but we're going to charge you a month and a half rent for each." Yeah, month. usually, or,
1: usually a holdover is a month and a half or two X.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. At least you have a half decent landlord. Um. So speaking of of money and that shit, this is this is really 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 big here. <clears throat> so again, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, But if you've been following us for at least a month at this point, um, you know we like sports and we like to gamble. And we also like to gamble on sports. Well, you also know the absolute fucking debacle that we went through for, what, probably two years when it came to sports betting in Massachusetts?
1: Uh, Every bit of four.
0: Four since we started the show, basically. Yeah, (laughs) because
1: because it it got overturned federally in twenty eighteen, and I want to say that fall, the fall of twenty eighteen is when Twin River was
0: open. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, because we were already in Mansfield. We were in Mansfield in what twenty seventeen, right?
1: I think early twenty eighteen. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. So right around that time, um. So the numbers came out. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but the Massachusetts Gaming Commission announced the numbers for the first, and I'm if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm using air quotes, month of uh, activity, if you will, for sports betting in Massachusetts. And I use air quotes because it wasn't a full month. It was three weeks. Uh, sports betting became legal, mobile, Right, um, mobily, if you will, <laughs> if that's a word, it is now, um, on March 10th. So, from March 10th on, want to take a guess? I don't know. Do you know? Have you no. seen it? Do you want to take a guess as to what the handle is in Massachusetts for the three weeks since March 10th? 600. Very fucking close. Five hundred and fifty million dollars for three weeks of activity.
1: It's pretty good. That
0: That's doesn't. Re- that does include the tournament. That
1: does include the tournament, though.
0: Right. Right.
1: All right. People are so. I think some people are weird about it, like they still haven't signed up. I'm like, what the fuck are you waiting for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. They did a handle, which for anyone that's not familiar with sports betting, that's just how much money was wagered. Right. So there was $550 million wagered on sports betting in Massachusetts from March 10th to March 31st. The revenue brought in by the state, $47 million.
1: Revenue was 47? Yeah. Hold on. So 47 divided by 0.2. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm going to use, what is 17? I'm going to use 17 and a half because that's the, nah, that's probably not right. I'm going to use 18. So 47 million divided by uh, 18.18. that means they held 261. I'm going to call it 250. So, out of the f- so 250 divided by 550, that's a 45% hold. Holy shit. <laughs> Ho- wow. That's a big number.
0: Yeah. That's a very big number. How the
1: fuck parlays? It's got to be fucking parlays.
0: Probably, How yeah. How
1: the fuck did they hold 45%? Unless that number, I mean, unless that's not weird anymore.
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the article. Obviously, I didn't link the fuck. Uh,
1: it doesn't matter. You're not going to find the real numbers you need anyway.
0: Because um, they had it broken down by Sportsbook, too. Um, where I saw it, and obviously, DraftKings was number one. I think they were like, it wasn't FanDuel, no. So, DraftKings was like 260 million, um, FanDuel was like 180 million, and then the other ones were, you know, all whatever the difference is to get to 550. Mm, Local guys, yeah, yeah, um. So yeah, just doing a, a quick search here. I can't um yeah,
1: don't worry about it.
0: I can't find it. But but yeah, so all that time where the Massachusetts gaming commission, where their sole purpose was to develop plans to get the state ready for uh sports betting, they dragged drug, dragged their feet for months. The chairwoman. Of the fucking committee was anti sports betting somehow. The entire fucking thing was an absolute debacle from beginning to end. And here we are. Three weeks of full blown sports betting. And the state made almost fifty million dollars.
1: That would be free money. Like that would be half a billion dollars if they average that for 12 months a year. Now obviously some months will be lower. Right. Football months will be higher.
0: Right. I a mean July cool- will be fucking nothing.
1: <laughs> the baseball guys.
0: There's only baseball in July.
1: Um If the Red Sox are in it though, which probably not. July fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean half a billion
0: yeah i mean
1: that would be terrible
0: that's terrible yeah what would we do as a state with half a billion dollars in revenue that's awful we don't want that we don't want all that money
1: that does kind of suck
0: yeah oh so i found it here i just had to search my history um DraftKings was the most popular operator among consumers, drawing. I'm going to round numbers here. Um, 258 million dollars in bets. Um, FanDuel was 181 million, so I was right there. And BetMGM was third with 45 million.
1: So yeah, so far, so I haven't used WinBet. I haven't used Barstool Sportsbook, but that's how. I like FanDuel better than DraftKings, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think their layout is a little bit better.
1: And um, I still like MGM for golf. Yes, same. Um, I was able to snake some good numbers at the Masters on FanDuel. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's probably how I would rate the books, too. Like I have a Caesars account and I'm like not even using it. I don't even know how much yeah.
0: money's in there. <laughs> yeah, I got um I got a decent amount of money in my FanDuel account still. I've been hitting like fucking crazy. I also forgot I have to move some money around.
1: I finally went back to fucking Plainville. Cause it's so convenient. It's only 20 minutes away. Yeah. When I'm playing golf, it's not fucking convenient to go to Plainville. So I'm like, <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to go cash these tickets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Here we are. $50 million roughly in three weeks of action. So, I mean, we'll see what April does, right? I mean, we do still have, you know, we have NBA playoffs, we have NHL playoffs, we have yeah, the baseball season,
1: the draft. Um,
0: yeah. You have the draft. So, I wouldn't be surprised if the numbers for April match the numbers for March, but again, remember that March was only three weeks. So yeah, I, I think th- so that that's what I mean. I think, mean. It'll, I think so it'll even now. I think the tournament, the tournament inflated everything for that three week period. So that's why I mean, like, I think five fifty is a fine number for a month. I think that it's like. Blows it out of the water for three weeks. I
1: also think um, April will continue to be okay. I don't know how May and June are going to be.
0: Yeah, because there's not much it, going on. It,
1: it, it, You know what, though? It'll just depend on how far the teams go. Yeah. Because if the Celtics get to the NBA Finals, then June's going to be a thing. Right, right. Hockey betting's harder, so you're not going to see as much hockey. Yeah. Plus, the Bruins can't win, so
0: true i'm uh, i'm interested to see what the numbers are come september they're going to be I fucking
1: feel, astronomical yeah they're going to be crazy dude they're, it's going to be you like you think we can
0: hit a 700 handle? i was thinking
1: i was thinking 750
0: yeah especially wait till, for wait till next wait
1: till next february
0: yeah i know i know so the the big thing for me too is like i think september would probably be one of the bigger months just because it's you've had probably two months futures. right like if you call july and august you call it two months of like nothing really to bet on other than baseball so that's like when september rolls around again nfl is back um
1: you get futures hockey hockey sports. doesn't
0: start until like the yeah, end october. of september like beginning of october but I think September and October will be pretty fucking high. And like you said, I wouldn't be surprised to see a $750 million handle in either of those months.
1: Patriots ever make a Super Bowl again. There'll be a billion in February. That's for oh, fucking yeah. damn sure.
0: Yeah, and it'll all come in on that one fucking day.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Like half of the Super Bowl money comes in day of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's fucking wild. But yeah, no, we uh can't have all that money. We needed to, we needed to do everything we can to protect the lottery.
1: Yeah. Is the lottery suffering?
0: Probably not. (laughs) It's not. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, one other thing, I guess, before we wrap this up, um, i've got an interesting bit of news here that i'm i'm curious to get your take on even though i pretty much know what you're gonna say um (laughs) so i'm trying to see if i can quickly i think i remember the numbers off the top of my head but here we are i'm just gonna wing it um so the biden administration um has passed legislation that uh, has to do with home buying beginning on May 1st. I don't know if you heard any of your clients bitch about this. Yeah, you've seen it. So starting on May 1st, home buyers with good credit, right? So a credit score of 740 or above will get penalized with a additional 1.75% interest rate on their mortgage. So if, you know, just to keep numbers all even and nice and square here, if you were going to apply for a, a mortgage and you were going to get a five percent interest rate, if your credit score is seven eighty, which is a good or very good credit score, you you will now have to have a six point seven five percent interest rate because your credit score is so high. Everyone's like, well, that's kind of fucked up. Well, just wait, it gets better. Conversely. If your credit score is 620 or below, right? so your credit score is dog shit, it's lower than 620 points, you will get a discount of 1%. So you take that same 5% interest rate, you go to apply for a loan, if your credit score is 550, which is I think probably almost as low as it can go, you will now only have to pay a 4% interest rate on that mortgage. So I think I saw the numbers that on a, cause I think the average house price in the country might be like 400,000 or something. Well, I don't know why they chose the number 400,000, but that's what I saw. So on a $400,000 mortgage, I believe I saw it's an extra $38,000, on the life of the the mortgage, right? So obviously, with interest rates, right? Like, if a four hundred thousand dollars mortgage on a five percent interest rate, you're going to end up paying back. Again, we're making up numbers here. We're not doing real math. It might be like, you know, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars is what you actually pay at the end of thirty years because of interest and things like that. Well, now with this. Penalty, because your credit is so high, you're now going to pay $488,000 instead of four fifty. dollars Again, I'm making up the numbers because I'm not doing that kind of math off the top of my head, but you get the idea. If you have a good credit score, you will get hit with an extra 1.75%. And if you have a dog shit credit score, you will get a 1% discount.
1: I don't get it. I just I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't. It's it, it, it's incentivizing people to have shitty credit. And like, right, I'm, like what's to stop someone from just tanking their credit?
1: Yeah, I'm like, because I was thinking that I'm like, if I need to get a mortgage, <clears throat> and it's like, oh well, your credit's 740. I'm like, all right, well, why don't I just put in like ten inquiries on my credit score and just fucking tank it? Yeah. And then that way, once the inquiries expire, the credit goes right back up. Right.
0: Yeah, the inquiries only last for what two years? Eighteen months? Two years? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand who benefits.
0: I mean, people with shitty credit benefit.
1: Yeah, but what's going to happen now is they just won't get approved for. Like, so, cause usually like the interest rates are a range, right? Yeah. So like say right now it's between six and 7.25. Cause I think they're high right now. Yeah, they are. So then someone with shitty credit is going to get approved for the 7.25. Minus your 1%, still 625. Right. So that's what I mean is like, it's still going to be in that range. I mean, it, so it benefits them kind of, but like not really. Yeah. So that's what I don't get. I, I don't know. It's it.
0: I, I, I would at least, I'm not, I don't like it. Right. But I would at least listen to the argument about, um, crediting the people with low credit. That's a really shitty way to say that, um, discounting the people with shitty credit. Um, cause you could make the argument like, you know, maybe they had, whatever like you can appeal to people's emotions that way and be like maybe they had one bad event and there's that one bill that fucked them and whatever yada 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 okay i get it right like you want to put in that discount again stupid idea i don't like it but i will at least allow you to present it right i will listen to you what makes zero sense and would make me walk away from a fucking conversation is penalizing people with good credit Like, that's the part that just makes no fucking sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And it it kind of fits like almost like the the millionaire tax here. It's like you're going to give, you're just going to like charge more tax to people who make more money. It's like disproportionately. Yeah. Like, why?
0: It's inching closer and closer to socialism, communism, whatever the fuck. They're the same thing, effectively. So, socialism is. A form of communism
1: yeah it is and i don't want to say like it's illegal but it's not illegal it's just such a fucking dumb idea like i don't get it like can anyone stop this can the supreme court stop this
0: i have no idea probably to be not totally honest
1: the constitution doesn't talk about fucking interest rates
0: <laughs> true yeah yeah, I don't know yeah. who can. I don't know, I don't know who well, would be able to put a stop to it.
1: Well, someone has to be able to.
0: Like, would the Fed, like Jerome Powell, like the chairman of the Fed, like would he be able to do I, something? I don't know. I, f- I have I no idea. I figure
1: it would have to come from Congress. Congress yeah. would have to do something because it's all like the checks and balances shit. I don't exactly know how it works, but.
0: Right, right.
1: If someone doesn't like what the president's doing, it's either got to be the Supreme Court or it's got to be...
0: Yeah, I don't know the form of how this got passed, right? Like I don't know if it was a executive order or if it was actual legislation that was passed through Congress.
1: Well, I also know other people that benefit is the banks because now they're getting people with good credit paying more. Right. In interest
0: and by definition, the people with good credit are the ones that pay their bills on time, right? So, I don't know. The, the this is a it's win fishy. For, the, for the banks.
1: It's fishy as to why this is getting passed because I don't think we need this. Number one, first and foremost, no. I actually didn't think the system was fucking broken, and now it's like interest rates are at an all-time high. I don't know what property prices are like but like this has to like it has to negatively affect the housing market somehow
0: oh yeah i mean it has to i think it's just a matter of time before it completely fucking falls apart again like i think we're on like the thinnest of thin ice when it comes to like real estate and property again like it's Again, I'm not a I'm not a real estate guy. I'm not an investor, I'm not a banker, I'm not any of this shit. But what I see people post on Twitter and Instagram and talk about on podcasts is they talk about they they are talking as if it's eerily similar to what happened in 2007, which was leading up to the failure and, you know, debacle of 2008 and 2009. So I don't know. Again, I'm not smart enough. That's not what I do, right? Like, I'm not a real estate guy. I'm not involved in it every day. Um, neither am I a banker, right? So I don't, I don't know. But I know it's probably not good. It's not. <laughs> well, no, because it, like people,
1: like if you need to, if you need to buy a place, all already prices are like kind of like kicking their coverage. Yes. I don't know if it's still as bad as it was, but well no, it can't be cuz the interest rates were way lower. They were stupid low at one point. Right. Um,
0: yeah, I think we got like 2.9.
1: Yeah, that's comical. Yeah, cuz Mansfield was like 475. Yeah. <laughs> or 425, one or the other. Yeah. Don't you usually get two numbers? Yeah, Isn't there I think, usually an I interest so. an interest rate and in an APR?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Um. But yeah, now people can't offer those rates because, or those numbers, because the rates are too high for the mortgage, and now people with good credit are getting penalized.
0: Like, how are they going to buy anything? They're not. Which is just basically how it works, right? Like, you're essentially you're you're building a, a tower, a wall, whatever fucking you know metaphor you want to use to keep people out, right? Like if you don't already own property, it's going to become exponentially more difficult for you to now own property in the future, right? Because if you already own property, again, theoretically, you can just sell whatever you own and use that to flip into your next property right but or you just have to have money right like if you're rich and you have money you can afford to put a down payment on a home then you can do that right you can you can buy up a bunch of houses and rent them out right like so it's creating a it's almost turning the housing market into like a niche market right like and that niche is wealth
1: yeah it's yeah i don't know it's kind of concerning
0: it's very concerning
1: because <laughs> I, I just don't i don't understand the motiva- and that i think the hardest thing is i just don't understand the motivation behind it
0: yeah and i don't either to be honest and i, I don't know if maybe this week I'll, I'll have to pay a little bit more attention to um crystal and saga on breaking points and see what they have to say about it um but i haven't heard like I haven't heard anyone that's like an investment banker talk about it, right? Or like, you know what I mean? Like typically like the podcast that I listen to would be the ones to like have someone on, right? Like Rogan. Rogan would would be like, what's the current climate? Okay, it would be really cool if I talked to someone who knew what was going on right now. And then he like has that person on and like has a really good discussion. Um, I haven't seen any of that with this whole like housing interest rate thing odd. Yeah. It's really odd. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess (laughs) that's a really shitty fucking response, but I it's all we can really do.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's confusing to me, but
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, like I said, if you don't already own a home or you don't already own property, um, it now just got way fucking harder to own property.
1: This shit's going to fucking... Cr- I, I, it sounds like this shit's going to crash again.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Someone who's good at the stock market, tell me how to take advantage of the next crash. I know, outside, right? Outside of just like buy everything when it bottoms out.
0: Oh, it's not low enough yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to go lower. I'm not going to buy it yet. It's got to go lower. Got to go lower. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not going to buy any of that yet. It's not low enough. Fuck. Um. All right. You want to? Uh, you want to wrap this up?
1: We can wrap this up. All right. Um. So I played Eastward Ho on Friday. Yes. So, for anyone who's wondering, what the fuck is Eastward Ho? it's a golf course. Uh it is located in Chatham Massachusetts on the Cape. It is a top 10 course in the state ranked whatever. Um it is very private, so I had a tournament there. Um and it when when I said like I was on record as like myopia was like Probably the most interesting piece of property I've ever been on. This might actually be more interesting, um, because the TV cameras don't do it justice about the undulations and the slopes. Like there were some slopes, like in the golf cart, like I wasn't willing to drive down because I'm like it's just too steep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at it. I go, you y- you can't drive down this thing. Like no way. Yeah. Um. So not only is the course on the ocean, so you get that type of wind. So like was we were warm. De- oh, uh, no, no, no. Cause it flips to cold. Um, cause now it's summer or something. <laughs> um, so town of Chatham was only getting six miles an hour of wind. And I'm like, okay, well it's going to be more on the golf course cause it's the ocean, whatever. And like, we were getting some winds like sustained 20 miles an hour. Wow. So I can't even imagine what happens there when that place is fucking windy.
0: Yeah. It's got to be 40. Shit.
1: It's got to be 20 all the time and 40.
0: Yeah, that's miserable.
1: So, and I think part, well, I think part of the course is set up. Well, so the, here's here's a funny thing, obviously. So I'm, I'm playing the 17th hole. It's a par five, probably 520 or something. And it goes, oh, traditional wind is at your back. Where do you think it was? In your face. In my fucking face. <laughs> so 17 and 18 go in the same direction. And 18 is because I, I so I, I bought a yardage book at uh here. So I did my like course mapping and then I bought a yardage book. Um so on 18, it goes, all right, so it play it's like 440 par four. And it goes, Oh, you know, usually with the wind at your back, a good drive uh a good drive will leave you 125 in but if you don't quite catch the hill you'll have like 250 because again there's just a massive slope
0: right right
1: well into the wind i had 230 to the pin hit a hybrid 40 yards short sick so
0: should i hit driver off the deck
1: yeah because that would have been good (laughs) the ball would have been in the ocean (laughs) <laughs> um, and then God forbid if it didn't actually move left move left for me, I probably would have put it in the fucking clubhouse. But <laughs> so definitely the most elevation change I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Is it a Donald Ross? No. Oh,
1: wow. Well, you gotta remember though, with Ross, his big thing was the greens. Like yeah um now it just so happens in Massachusetts generally most of our courses have hills and stuff but I'm I'm dude I'm telling you like so first hole you hit out it goes down into like a little bit of a valley and then it plays uphill we had I had 153 pin, probably 10 miles an hour wind at me so I'm looking at it and I'm like all right let me give it 20 yards for the uphill. In 10 yards for the wind. So I'll play it like 183. I was 30 yards short.
0: Holy shit.
1: So that was so 153 played about 215. Wow.
0: So did you just get like bent over? No, not really. Not
1: not too bad. Um, I couldn't putt worth a shit. I shot an 83, which is pretty good. Twelve 12 over. I drove the fuck out of the ball. Nice. Um So it's, it's interesting because never played it. So obviously, you know, a couple like weird things about it, but you're always like driving into these slopes and stuff and whatever. So my tee shot strategy worked good and I executed. So that was fine. Couldn't putt worth a shit. Um, So I was in play all the time, no penalties, but again, I had four, three putts, So that's too many. And I now have a new pet peeve after playing here. (laughs) So this was by far the nicest conditions I've ever played in my life. Like the, like when, when people talk like tight lies and firm fairways, I have now experienced that anyone that thinks that they have played a firm golf course or tight fairways, and it's either not a PGA tour course or a like US Open type venue or a top 10 in the state has no fucking idea what they're talking about yeah. because.
0: Well, it's like when I was at Kapalua and I, yeah, was, so like, like, and I was like, this course is unfucking believable.
1: So now I don't know if Kapalua is the same way because certain things might be different because it is a resort course. I know resort courses use different types of grass because they're not trying to fucking bend you over, like yeah, whatever.
0: There's no, there's no Kakuya.
1: Well, again, it's like, oh, is it past pollen? I don't know what it is. Who kind of grasses it? So these fairways were so firm and the lies were so tight that I could not really gauge how to hit a wedge. So when you hear like a PGA Tour player go like, oh, I never take a full swing with a wedge because it just spins too much, I now know what they're talking about because the ball, you hit the ball so clean that it spins so much that it doesn't go like it doesn't go the yardage it's supposed to. Yeah. So I was hitting these balls and it's like I'm like oh fuck I caught that like so good.
0: <laughs> and then it would hit
1: the and then it would hit the front of the green and roll off. Yeah. And I probably did that 3 times with a wedge in the fairway. Yeah. And I'm like fuck. So I'm like trying to adjust to that. And then like some of the chipping was similar too where like, I'm used to, like, I take my 48, which is a set 48, so it's, like, that doesn't spin a ton. And I was, like, fucking, like, I was, like, one hop stopping them with the 48. Like, I'm expecting it to run out and it's stopping on me.
0: Right. Right.
1: So getting used to that, like that stuff was hard. So now it's like, I'm going to like, I already know it. Some guy's going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah. it's playing really firm and fast. I'm going to put some spin on the ball. I go, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. (laughs) You can't like wherever we are, you cannot put spin on the ball the way that you're talking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have to be at a top notch. course, And that's
1: what they say is like when, when you want to spin a wedge, you need to have premium ball, good grooves on the wedge, In good conditions, right? Most of us do not know what quote unquote good conditions are because we just don't get it. I mean, it's like, you know, we're playing like either average places or public places, or there's no budget to keep it like that, or it's just the wrong place. Like, um, the fact that it's probably sandy soil near the ocean allows it to be that way. Like, that's why... It's like that. It's why some of these courses are the way they are. Like Oakmont, they say Oakmont, if it existed anywhere else in the country, it could not exist as Oakmont, but it is in quite literally somehow, someone, whoever put it there, <laughs> put it in the perfect place somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that being said, I did make my first Eagle. Oh, shit. I've never made an eagle, which most of you are thinking, how the fuck have you never made an eagle? I've been a three handicap for like four fucking years. (laughs) I've never made an eagle because the two courses that I've played most of my golf at are nine-hole courses with one par five. I play a lot of nine-hole rounds, so it only gives me one crack at it, not four, one, and if I play 18, that's only two cracks at it. The course I used to be at? probably the dumbest fucking par five ever designed because there's water down the entire side Yeah. and where i would need to land a driver there's only 28 yards of in play not fairway in play like yardage between hazards and part of that is a cart path <laughs> so i'm really trying to land a driver in a six yard fucking radius yeah so that doesn't work so That was one of the holes I played for two and a half years at my home course. And then my home course now, I can't reach the par five in two from one set of tees. And then when I play the back, I can, but I have to be in the fairway with a good number and the wind can't be blowing in my face because I have to cover water. Right. So... Yes, if I played more public places or if I played more 18s or if I played shorter tees, yes, I would have my, my, many more opportunities. But that's mostly why I haven't made an eagle to this point. I'm also not like super long off the tee. So it's not like I'm hitting like driver, you know, six iron like often. It's like it's got to be, a, it's got to be a long club. Right. And like when I play tournaments, it's usually not that easy to reach them in two. Right. Um, so that same 17th hole, you know, five, whatever, into the wind, even though it's supposed to be at your back. <laughs> so I have two seventy of the pin, hit a hybrid. I'm 58 yards short. Cause you know, into the wind, uphill, whatever. And I hole out from 58 yards. <laughs> and My I was jackass. In, and I I was able to see it. So <laughs> I threw it.
0: Did you spin it back?
1: I spun it left. Jesus, look so, at you! Huh? I threw it right of the pin. I I knew it was pretty good. I see it jump left, roll, and disappear. Nice. So, I posted this on my Instagram. Um, that not only that I played, but I also you know I hold out or I yeah I hold out for Eagle from fifty eight yards. And the guy who hosted the Mastermind goes fifty eight yards. He goes, "That's your yardage." And the reason he said that. Was when we played at Top Golf and we played Pebble Beach. So if you if you've never played the actual golf courses at Top Golf, because there's no putting and chipping component, you hit like your tee shot. You hit your approach, and if it's outside of a certain yardage, you may swing again. But if you get like ish side, no matter what. You hit to the yellow target at the Top Golf, which was fifty-seven yards, and I was (laughs) lighting this target up like it was the only thing that kept me. Like I think I probably won that. I'm not that it mattered, but like I think I did win at Top Golf because I was just obliterating this target. Like I was so so fucking good hitting the fifty-seven yarder, and I was like, oh fuck, I was like one yard difference. Yeah, so.
0: So that's your thing when you're like, oh, I got to hit to a number. You got to hit to 58.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I need these tight lies so I can spin the ball. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Because the ball flies too much if it's... You're
0: going to have to get on the board at Sharon. <laughs>
1: yeah. We need millions and millions of dollars every year.
0: Yeah. We're going to need to open up the membership. <laughs>
1: no. No. We have to keep membership as what it is, but we need to make a shitload more money because I need this place to fucking play crazy. (laughs) So.
0: Are you going to stay there for at least the foreseeable future? At Sharon? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't really intend on leaving. All right. Because I know. It's still cheap for me.
0: You, what is it, 35? They kick you off? The the, The young player, whatever the fuck they call it.
1: Yeah. So part of my issue is if I leave to go to a nicer place, that's quite expensive each year and usually involves an initiation of some kind, which I'm not super interested in. And then if I leave, I'm either paying the same somewhere else with having to pay like a smaller initiation and still get almost the same thing. right? Um, or I have to pay less and get away shitty, like a semi private membership.
0: Right. Right. So
1: it probably doesn't make a lot of sense for me to leave. Yeah. Cause even like the full, the full on membership is still reasonable for what it is. Like I'll still get my money's worth and it's right. not crazy. Like some of these places are like six, seven, eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Sharon won't be that.
0: Yeah. Some of them are even more.
1: Yeah. I mean, what are we talking here?
0: I feel like I saw, I forget what course I was looking at. It was around here. I forget whether it was Pawtucket Country Club or want or one, but I think it was like 11 a year.
1: Yeah. I mean, so wanna going to be expensive. Yeah. It's got a reputation. Pawtucket's supposed to be nice. The guys are playing there tomorrow. So I'll get, I'll be, I'll get a review there. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, like some of these, like if it's an eighteen-hole course that's been around for a while, it's probably gonna be.
0: Yeah, north of ten grand.
1: Six plus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know many that are ten a year. So, wanna moist it? Wouldn't surprise me. I want to say TPC is close to ten a year.
0: but Maybe that's.
1: TPC, is a is a family membership though. So like
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I heard someone was talking. I think it was someone I was like, playing with recently.
1: Yeah, TPC is like 35 to 50 down and like 10 a year. Um, I don't know what moist it is down now, which is it's funny though, because there was a point where they were taking almost like anybody in. So some people got in on good deals. Yeah. But then obviously COVID fucking changed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like, even if I really think about it, if I'm looking for close proximity to home and work, and I don't want to pay in that six plus range, I don't get many options. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. Between home
0: and work is a thing too, right? Because like, there's courses near, like, there's obviously Easton, right? But
1: yeah, again, Easton semi-private. Yeah. So it's like I don't really want to join a semi-private course,
0: right? Yeah. The other one near you, I always fuck it up. Whether it's Brook Meadow or Meadow Brook, um, but that's semi-private.
1: Brook Meadow in Canton is semi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then there's a bunch of nine holers like Milton Hoosick, Wampy, Norfolk. Uh, is one I'm missing? Raintree. Raintree is municipal. Blue Hill is expensive. But these places aren't convenient to work, yeah. which is usually where I'm going from.
0: Right, right.
1: I'm usually not going from home. Yeah so yeah but like even like so like down your way like even Ledgemont's expensive
0: yeah yeah ledgemont that's another one because recently i've I've been i went on google maps and like just found all the golf courses near me and i just click on them and like i would say at least half of them are all private and i'm like sick i guess i'm not how close you to rehoboth very close i like i just i just played hillside last weekend, two weekends I don't,
1: ago. I don't know how expensive Crestwood is, but probably expensive because everything's yeah. expensive right now.
0: Yeah, Crestwood was one. Um I can't remember any of the other names, but I I did look around.
1: Seggy's on the Taunton rehoboth line, but again, that's like six when it's yeah. all said and done. Because that's the other thing too, if it's not six in golf membership, then it's food minimums and your handicap and assessments and all this shit. Right.
0: Right. Uh well, it's dumb. <laughs> um
1: I guess to put a tie on that too, Eastward Ho is none of these numbers. It's way higher than anything you can probably imagine
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's or it's I guess probably it's, pro- it's probably it's un- probably like
1: uh, ten a year, but like the initiation's probably crazy and they're probably not taking any new members.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh all right. So my final thought is um so Amy and I watched this movie last night uh, called Ghosted. Uh, it's on Apple TV. Is it called Apple TV? TV Apple Plus? I never fucking I know what I it's know. called. Because I, I, I've always thought that Apple TV was like the little fucking box thing, like a Roku, right? Like, because I had an Apple TV years ago um, and then I switched to Roku. So I don't. I'm just gonna call it Apple TV. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's the streaming service. Um, so it's this movie. It's called Ghosted. The lead is Chris Evans and Anna DeArmas. Um. So a couple of things going in to it, I was misinformed. I saw the trailer for it and was like oh wow i bet this would be like a really cool movie it looks like very action like spy cool i like that like shooting stuff chasing bad guys all that shit you know what i mean i'm down i'm always down for a good spy movie um well it was not that um uh well it, it kind of was and i i'm trying to i'm going to try and do this without spoiling anything for anybody either cuz it just came out um but I, when I, when I first watched the movie, I thought it was dumb, right? Um, Because I thought it was billed as a spy action movie. When I finished watching the movie, I read the reviews on it to be like, wow, did people hate that? Like, just curious, like, did they think it was stupid? Uh, And when I saw all the reviews and I actually started reading about it, it's listed as a rom-com. And I was like, oh that makes way more sense. So my initial thought of like not liking the movie is a me problem because I went in with the expectation of action, spy, shooter movie. Um, When in reality, it was a rom-com. If I had known that going in, I would have. I wouldn't have watched it. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, and like I would have had very different thoughts through the whole thing. So my major issue, right? Which it's, I don't want to. It's not a major issue. the 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 glaring thing that I noticed through the at the at the beginning of the movie, right, is Anna DeArmas, who, if you don't know, she was the maid from Knives Out. Um, She's been in a million things. She's like the it girl right now in hollywood like everyone fucking loves her you know she's drop dead gorgeous like they want her in all the movies whatever um so she's the spy right again none of this is spoilers here um chris evans is the supporting character i would suppose i suppose you could say and is an absolute Bumbling fucking idiot for the first like 45 minutes of the movie. And I'm sitting there, like, okay, to the point where it's egregious, right? It's so it's basically like Anna Dearmas is like fucking female Jason Bourne, and Chris Evans is like three stoogesing his way through this whole fucking movie. Like it's it's pretty fucking bad. And I'm like, really? Like this is what we're gonna do. It's it's classic fucking Hollywood, right? You have the strong female lead who does everything, and Chris Evans can't get out of his own way. He's like tripping over his own feet because he's a guy, and guys are dumb, and they can't they can't fight, they can't do anything. He needs Anna Armas to save him because he's a stupid dumb dumb, and it's like okay, like this is this is what we're doing i guess so that part of it like kind of fucking pissed me off um but i will say that it wasn't like that for the whole movie chris evans does kind of turn it around and become like semi useful um probably because it's chris fucking evans and he probably want that written into the script form like i can't imagine he he of all people coming off of fucking captain america and what I forget what other movie he was just he was in that he was phenomenal. He was the villain. Um shit. I can't think of the movie, but it was great. I remember I, I love oh gray man with um the dude from the notebook. Right. Not Gosling. Ryan. Yes, I was gonna say not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. So Grey Man, that was a that was a pretty good movie. Um and Chris Evans was the villain in that and he was fantastic. So again, I I, I would doubt that Chris Evans and his representation would sign on to a movie where he's a blithering fucking moron for the entire movie. Um, So like the first half of the movie, again, it's basically like Larry Moe and Curly when it comes to fucking Chris Evans. Um, But again, he, again, he becomes semi useful throughout the second half of the movie. Um, So it does get better, but it's like, that was the one thing where I was like, really? Like, come on. Like, why can't, like, why do we have to make it egregious, right? Like, that's the that's the thing for me. Like, you want to make Ana de Armas the, like, the main focal point? Sure, she's the spy. You know, Chris Evans is just a regular dude. I get it. Like, yeah, of course. Like, he's not going to be, like, a fucking, you know, John Wick, right? Because he's supposed to be a regular dude. But, like, they went above and beyond to make him a fucking moron, Um which again, I, I was like, all right, cool, there's Hollywood shining through. But all in all, um, I think it was a fine movie, right? I would probably I would probably watch it again. Um, especially like going in knowing that it's a rom com <laughs> and not thinking that it's like female James Bond or Jason Bourne. Um so Again, if you have Apple TV um, and you see it, give it a watch, right? Like, I'm not going to tell you to not waste your time and not watch it. Because I do think I do think it's a decent movie. Um, I guess I, the things I just talked about were the things that I didn't like. But outside of those couple things, there wasn't much else that I didn't like about it. Um, Adrian Brody is in it, which is like, fine. So, I mean... I never really got the hype with Adrian Brody. Like some people love him. They think he's like incredible. I've never really seen a ton of movies with him in it. Um, I, I don't know any movies been in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but he's okay. He's the, he's the villain, I guess. Um, he's fine. So I would give it a, I would give it a, a, uh, I would give it a watch, right? Like I I said, I'm not going to sit here and tell people not to watch it because I don't think it sucked. Um, But I do think you need to have your mind in the right place going in that it is a rom-com that just has elements of action in it, apparently. Uh, It is not an action movie. So there's a couple, and again, this is like the difference in opinion here with the two movies. Like Amy thought it was great. Um, She loved, there's a there's a section in the movie that's like quick cameos of like three or four people that are like uber famous, right? Like you'll know if you watch it, like obviously you'll know all four people that have the cameos in this movie that they come in. Um, they're, They're wicked fucking famous. And it's like, I thought that part was kind of dumb, but Amy thought it was funny. But again, she went in like, with a lot more open of a mind than me. And at that point in the movie, I thought I was still supposed to be watching an action movie. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, why do they have these four people coming in that have nothing to do with the movie that's like comic relief, right? Like my thought was like, literally my thought as I'm watching this was that Thor Ragnarok ruined everything because it did so well. And it was like, a it, it's an action comic book, Marvel movie but it had like baked in elements of comedy that I was like, it ruined everything because now I can't even get a fucking action movie because my action movies have to have comedy in them. But again, I want to reiterate, I was wrong. <laughs> I I had the wrong expectation going in. Um, but yeah, ghosted on Apple TV plus. Check it out. Do you guys have Apple TV? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's probably worth. It's worth a watch. It's solid. Uh awesome. especially now going in that you know what I didn't know. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, that uh that's going to do it for us. Uh so thanks for watching if you're on YouTube. Uh don't forget to click the subscribe button, uh like, rate and review also. Uh you can do that if you're an audio only listener. Uh, well, you can rate us and review us on Apple and Spotify. You can like us anywhere else and subscribe. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. Um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. We're on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook page, sarcasm speaks website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Maybe I'll check it out and see if I can add a uh, custom sarcasm speaks frother over there. So you can uh, you can voices. use it to buy your your moon, your moon brew nighttime superfoods. Again, when you buy that and use the promo code, uh, the stupid promo code, Jared 16159, um, that'll get you 20% off over there. Uh, likewise, you can use a, an actual promo code sarcasm pod uh, at grillyourassoff.com uh, to get the world's best seasonings, barbecue sauces, accoutrements, whatever you can think of when it comes to grilling and cooking. Uh, and they will get you 10% off at grillyrassoff.com every single time you check out. So I don't know, truthfully, if the promo code for Moonbrew is a multi-use or a one-time use. Um, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. Um, but that grillyrassoff coupon is good every single time you check out over there. Uh, so... Uh, and we still, we do still have mybookie.com. Again, we talked about this before. BetMGM just never got back to me. So uh, we're still with mybookie.com. Use the same promo code, sarcasmpod, uh, to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks, which would be helpful, right? If you live in a state that doesn't have legalized sports betting,
1: like, or if you want to bet on the election.
0: That's true, too. Yeah, you want to bet on some goofy shit. So um, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, good night, everybody.